Welcome to the Christmas Family and Friends Christmas Special with your hosts, Pastors Kent and Candy Christmas, with special guests, The Isaacs, Higher Ground, Rebecca Lynn Howard, Jasmine Christmas Brady, Burton Gar, and many more. Joy to the world, the Lord is come. Let earth receive our King. Let every heart repair Him through. And heaven and nature sing. And heaven and nature sing. And heaven and heaven and nature sing.
Make welcome our daughter, Jasmine Christmas Brady, accompanied by her husband, John Michael Brady, singing The Little Drummer Boy. Too late before the king, pa rum pa bum pa rum pa 
Make welcome our good friend, Rebecca Lynn Howard. Said the night wind to the little lamb. Do you see?
take welcome higher ground. Is he? 
from the mountains Jesus in the streets Jesus in the darkness over every enemy Jesus for my family I speak the holy
Isaacs. Away in a manger, no crib for a bed. The little Lord Jesus laid down his sweet head. The we've had the privilege of sharing Christmas with Nashville's most broken and vulnerable. Today, we serve over 4,000 children weekly and provide toys for them at Christmas time. I've seen hardened hearts melted and hope restored to the hopeless at the name of Jesus. Atmosphere is changing. Nothing stays the same Heaven is waiting For the mention of the name Speak 
spirit is moving, burning like a flame, healing the broken by the one we proclaim. Raise it up, fill the skies, chains will fall, mountains move, we lift him high. Speak the
Well, you know, I don't think there's any time that we have a greater celebration in our lives than when we celebrate Christmas. And I think it's because we are celebrating the greatest gift that's ever been given to humanity, and that's the Lord Jesus Christ. It's the most joyful time. I know sometimes my wife says, I wish Christmas could be every day. But I want to talk a little bit about why it's so important to us. The very heart of God is giving. I think that's why we all like to give. When you love somebody, the first thing you want to do is give them something. And when you begin to look at the Godhead, the scripture says in Corinthians and in the book of Acts, that when the Holy Ghost came, he gave gifts. See, when God loves us, the first thing he wants to do is give us something. Then when you think about Jesus, the Bible said that he gave gifts unto men. He gave us the fivefold ministry. He gave us the apostles and the prophets and the teachers and the pastors and the evangelists. But I want to talk about the heart of the Father today. John 3, 16, which is one of the most familiar verses for all of us, says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whoever should believe in him should not perish but have everlasting life. What a day it must have been when God could not contain his love anymore for humanity. He looked down and he saw the awful state that mankind was in. He saw all of the torment that man went through. And he looked over to his son and he said, I want to give you to them because you are the answer to all of man's woes. And so that day, Jesus stood up and he disrobed himself of his glory and of his deity. And the father began to wrap him in flesh. The Bible says that he was robed in flesh. He was manifested in flesh. And of course, we know that he comes into the world. And when Jesus is born that night, the angels begin to sing glory to God in the highest, peace on earth and goodwill towards men. And so that evening as God gave the greatest gift that man has ever known, he put him in a box for us the way we would think of it. And he, he robed him in flesh. And for 33 years and a little longer, Jesus walked through the Galilee area and through Nazareth and Bethlehem and Jerusalem, but he was inside that flesh. And though he did some amazing things, he healed lepers, he raised the dead. He was limited in what he could do because flesh had him confined. And God looked down and he said, it's the devil that caused all this problem in the first place. And he said, Christ needs to be released to mankind. You know, when you and I get up in the mornings on Christmas and we look at the tree and all the gifts are under there, they're beautiful to look at and there's great anticipation. But the gift, as long as it's in the box, doesn't do anybody any good. Somewhere 
that gift has to be opened. That box has to be opened so what's inside can come out. Because it's not the box. It's not the bow. It's not the beautiful wrapping paper. That's the gift. That just hides it. And see, Jesus was hid in flesh. He was limited to some degree, even though he was robed in flesh that had no sin. There was yet so much in him to be released. And so the father looked down and he said, for man to be redeemed, Jesus has to come out of what I've wrapped him in. So he moved on the enemy. The devil, not knowing what he was about to do, orchestrated a series of events where Jesus became arrested. The enemy thought that they were finally triumphing, that they would eradicate and they would remove Jesus from the earth because he was already shaking the kingdoms of darkness. When demons would meet him, they would cry out and say, we know who you are, Jesus, the son of God. And as we watch through the scriptures, Satan took Jesus. Demons begin to triumph, it looked like. And yet if you could have saw the heart of God, the Father, he was smiling in heaven because he realized that the greatest event that man would ever know was getting ready to occur. Everything up until that time led to Calvary. Everything now leads back to Calvary because it is the blood of Jesus. It is the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Christ that makes all the difference. And so in that evening, the enemy took the greatest gift that man had ever known, this beautiful Jesus, and he was wrapped up in flesh. And the scripture says that the veil, hallelujah, that had him hid, began to be ripped. And see, what the devil didn't know was he thought he was, he was destroying the gift. What he was really doing, he was opening it up. Because at that moment, hallelujah, as the enemy tore at the flesh of Jesus and it looked like it was all over. He was opening up the gift. And out of that moment of defeat that it looked like had occurred, the single greatest victory that man has ever known happened at Christmas time. And the gift of Jesus began to come forth out of that. When Jesus was released out of that package of flesh, he's no longer confined by the wrappings. He's not confined by the space of the box. The Bible said the first thing that Jesus did was he descended down into hell and he began to loose those who had been held captive down through time the enemy, thinking that he had achieved his greatest victory, had just orchestrated his greatest defeat. 
because now Jesus is no longer confined by flesh. He's no longer in a human body, but he is omniscient. He's omnipresent. His spirit is everywhere. When people open up their presence on Christmas morning, and we do this at home, somebody will open up their gift and you'll say, what did you get? They say, oh, I got what I was so hoping for. It could have been a piece of jewelry. It could have been a clothing a child. It could have been a, a toy that they've been wanting so much. And each one of them get what they were desiring. And though Jesus seems to be the same to all of us, when we meet him, that moment that we give our heart to him, all of us get the gift of eternal life. But it's more than that. Because you would ask one person, what'd you get? They say, oh, I got healing. Somebody else would say, no, no. I got joy. Somebody else has opened them to say, my kids, I got my kids back. Somebody else can say, no, no, I got set free. I'm not bound anymore. God has loosed me. See, Jesus becomes all things to all men. If the enemy would have known if the devil would have known that that day that he thought he was destroying Christ, he wasn't killing Jesus. He was just destroying the confinements. Today, you and I have the wonderful privilege of accepting Jesus for Christ now, every day is Christmas. Every day, no matter where you are in your life, no matter what you're going through in this season, if you need something that can give you your hope back, change your life, set you free, all you've got to do is come to Christ. As I end today, the Bible talks about Jesus. You know, I think that without realizing we have reenacted so many of the things in the scriptures with our Christmas tree and our lights and all of those things. The Bible calls Jesus the tree of life. And yet he calls me and you the branches. And then the Lord said, we are the light of the world. So every time somebody gets saved, the Father takes another light, puts it on the branch, and we reflect the glory of Christ. So see, Christmas is not just about celebrating a baby in a manger. I mean, in reality, theologians really think that Jesus was probably born in September and conceived in December. For me, it doesn't really matter when he came. It just matters that he came. So I want to encourage you in this hour with all of the tumultuous times that we're in in our nation. 
and around the world. Jesus is a gift that never goes away. He is tailor-made for you. Whatever you need, if you were just wherever you are right now, just raise your hands and look unto heaven and say, Lord Jesus, I'm looking for that gift of eternal life. He'll come inside. He'll change your life. And you'll never be the same. Merry Christmas. God bless you.
think it'd be appropriate if we would end tonight with prayer because prayer changes everything so Lord I thank you oh God our hearts can never express our gratitude that you would come down to this world you who Lord could not look on sin became sin that we might become righteous and I ask you God to go into the homes the needy the broken, the bruised, the poor, the blind. God, even for our nation, Lord, we ask that your glory would come back upon it. God, let this be the greatest season that we've ever known in this country.
Lord, each and every home, let them be graced with thy presence. Now, Lord, we rest in the sovereignty of God that you still rule and reign in the heavens with all authority and power. God, that you cannot be moved from your throne, but you are still the King of kings and Lord of lords. Most of all, Lord, we want to say to you, happy birthday. Thank you, Jesus, for what you mean to us. In thy precious holy name we pray. Amen. Amen. We want to say Merry Christmas to all of you. We hope that God touches your lives and that the peace of God would rule and reign over them. God bless you. Merry Christmas. We hope you have enjoyed the Christmas Family and Friends Christmas Special. From all of us at Regeneration Nashville, we wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. For more information about Pastors Kent and Candy Christmas or Regeneration Nashville, go to regenerationnashville.org.